0: Good evening, everybody. My name is Joseph Trimmer. I'm the founder of Free Speech Studios, and this is a free
1: speech podcast. With me in the studio today, I've got Danny Vargas. Danny, who are you? What's going on, guys? Danny Music underscore 93 on Instagram. DanLisse underscore 93 there on X, guys. Man, a lot of news has been coming out, man. We got a lot going on. It's like you sleep for 10 hours. and like four days of news just compiles in. It's insane. It's wild. It, it's hard to keep up. We just took a little day off yesterday, you know, just kind of... Just kind of recoup everything, but man, we take a day off, and it's like, hell oh no, dude, you better get that has to work the next week, man. So, but we got, uh, we got our homie here, uh, Hernando, too, man, finally coming up here and, and doing his thing and sharing all his knowledge up here, man. Hernando, so I'm excited about who are that. you? Okay,
2: well, thank you for having me back on your show, Joseph and uh, Danny. Uh, my name is Hernando R. C. and I am a citizen journalist covering the uh, illegal invasion at the American Replacement Center here in San Antonio, Texas. Excellent. Thank you for covering this from day
0: one with uh, on the podcast also from Florida, Francisco.
3: Frankie, who are you? Hello, everybody. My name is Frankie. I am the one and only analyst right now doing a bunch of the stuff from the back end. And you can find me on X at FrankieUSN1987. Always putting out some good reporting for everybody to see.
0: Excellent, everybody. So... Let's uh, let's jump right into it. So the biggest story right now in the country is the absolute invasion that we see happening on our southern border. We live here in San Antonio, Texas, and in San Antonio, Texas, currently, we're getting upwards of a thousand people, illegal immigrants coming into uh, the uh, what do you call it, Hernando, the American American Replacement Center. That's exactly what it is. People are being funneled into the city of San Antonio, they go to this camp, they get resources, they get food, they get shelter, and then they get a plane ticket, sometimes business class plane ticket, to go anywhere in the country. The preferences uh, so far, popular destinations are New York City, Denver, and Chicago. Uh, We have evidence uh, of these plane tickets, we know who is paying for them. Uh, a lot of the work that we that has been done here in San Antonio has been courtesy of Hernando R. C. Uh, he actually was reporting on this issue since the camp opened day one. Not only that, I don't know how many people know this, but Hernando's actually been on this issue of illegal immigration going back all the way to when he was in New York. Uh, so I wanted to play this video of when the camp opened, Uh, Hernando's here reporting. The goal of this episode today is to give everybody a context of what's happening with illegal immigration and how our local state and our federal government has colluded over the past couple of years to build illegal migrant distribution camps all over the state of Texas and all over the country. Here is Hernando reporting.
4: Hey everyone, it's Hernando R.C. here with Border Patrol USA. I'm in San Antonio, Texas. Boom! Today is July 11th, Boom. 2022. Boom! And this Your is an emergency <laughs> alert to all our patriots, all our Americans across the country. We are being invaded. We are being invaded in the southern border. You can see behind me, we got lines and lines of illegal immigrants. Men, women, children. This is a 24-hour operation, 24 hours. This is paid. This is being paid by the tax dollars of America, and our city uh, mayor, Mayor Nuremberg, has given the green light. The green light to go. You can see there's not even the American flag posted in this municipal building. That's to say that they want to do this in the in the dark of night. Yes, it's daytime, but they have not promoted it. They have not asked the, the residents of this neighborhood whether they want this in our neighborhoods or not. Our councilmen are saying nothing. Our congress, wow. our congressmen are not speaking up. Our state senators are silent. Everyone has gone dark. However, the country is going to go dark soon if we don't stand up. Our federal government has failed us. Our state government has failed us. And now our city municipality has failed us. We are the last line of defense and we need to protect our family and friends. And if if we need it, we need to go in to protect the border because it's been breached. It is broken. The country is broken. This is Hernando.
0: So when
4: when when
0: did you record this video? this is back in the day like is it, is that, a total of like
2: two people what in San Antonio what what, what, year was, like, what year was what this Fernando around this, this was is, uh July of
1: 2022 was this uh, 2022. Was this uh, was this when they were we oh, just so found out when they were moving them at night right like through private charters and mm, this is the beginning this is the beginning they so it, you know what it's crazy it's crazy how now mm. people America has gotten used to it like that's why people are, they haven't fully woken up yet to this mm. and it's crazy how we've already gotten used to it like oh yeah just well, now we're doing it instead of at night. Now we're doing it during the day. Now it's just every day now from we, that till now. Uh, it's insane, I, man.
0: Earlier, I retweeted um, a tweet, uh, an ex post, I guess, yeah. of a uh, tweet that the mayor of San Antonio, Ron Nuremberg, mm. back in uh, what, what 2021, I guess, 2020, I forget now what date it was, but it was when the, f- the camp first opened. Proudly announcing the collaboration between the federal government and NGOs in the city of San Antonio on this camp, uh, you know, gladly uh, praising that 30,000 migrants had initially gone through that camp. We are now getting 30,000 migrants per month at that camp. Yeah, exactly. um, They've conditioned us already. They conditioned us. Yeah. And then it sure, it sure seems that it came a long way. Mm-hmm. Hernando, tell us about how you got involved. How did you get to this moment where you're at this camp and you make this first video about the migrant okay, right.
2: okay well so the purpose of this here show this episode is to give your audience our followers uh a timeline a, a chronology of what what's been happening Um uh, that video you just put out that was done day one so july of 2022 not 2023 so that's almost going on almost close to two years now uh so uh, just to put things in perspective uh the, the, that uh, post you put up with Ron Nuremberg is in the same month. And so for those who don't really follow me, um, I started his journey 10 years ago in New York City uh, with the illegal aliens and I had to escape the city as a political refugee to Texas only to find out 10 years later that these illegals, like a bad dream, uh, keep, continue to follow me because this American replacement center is, is five miles from my house where I live. And so uh, I wanted to... Uh, <clears throat> document this here because I know that the uh, in history they're gonna try to reinterpret the history on uh, what's happened and so you can follow me on X I Hernando RC uh, for all my videos and clips there Joseph
0: so what happened when you first posted this video I mean you've gotten to a point where you have an X account that that has a lot of followers right. when you post something you're getting thousands of views hundreds of retweets maybe thousands of retweets uh, lots of likes but what how what what was happening back in the time of this video, what was mm. your what was the people's reaction on social media when you first dropped this video?
2: Well, it was it was mind blowing. It was like jaw dropping that there was actually a center. We're going to go over who owns the center and when it was purchased just you know three years ago. That's interesting information there. So it was just amazing to see all these illegals just roaming the streets on your sidewalk in your city. I mean, we always had illegal immigrants, but we never had it state sponsored taxpayer paid Uh type of campaign that we're seeing now so uh at the beginning it was really frustrating but we we protested we had about three or four protests at this center since it opened up and you know people are still asleep unfortunately it hasn't gotten bad enough for most americans to wake the hell up but we we've we've been out there peacefully protesting to get more people aware what's going on
0: so so i mean you were there since day one but when i went with you I experienced that the mainstream media was there too. Their narrative was totally different. Yeah. It was like, you guys need, you know, we need more money for this migrant camp. We need more migrants mm-hmm. coming through through this facility. Mm-hmm. Bring in all the illegals. And what, so right. why is it that the mainstream media has been there? Was the mainstream media there from day one like you were and they just ignored and covered the story? Or were you there mm-hmm. when no one else was there, including the mainstream media?
2: Well, listen. The, the mainstream media, the legacy media, they pop in once in a blue moon. They'll do their two-minute clip, but their narrative is all incorrect. As as an American citizen, uh, these are not uh, you know uh, asylum seekers. You know, looking for a better life. You know, they, they don't talk about the, the the missing children. They don't talk about the cost of the taxpayers' money. So they they pop up once in a while, but they're they're they're, they're giving the public misinformation.
0: I, I heard you say that. So uh, people say that there is children being trafficked through this illegal uh, alien distribution camp here in uh, San Antonio. but And I've actually seen some videos uh, that appear to show children being, being moved through this facility. But mm-hmm. can you speak to that when you say the children that are being lost? What do you mean by that?
2: Well, uh, that's a good question. So with the H- Department of Homeland Security, uh, HHS, H- you know, Health and Human Services, they have a a separate department called Office of Refugee Resettlement. And that's the office that's responsible for tracking these children that are unaccompanied children that come through the border. And yes, there are children that are just walking in through the border. The average age is 15 to 17, but there are as, as, as small as five and six years old and infants. So this is part of the cartel's uh, services that they offer to the uh, Americans um, unfortunately, there's a there's a there's a there's a need there's a hunger for this type of sexual des- desire of children in this country. That's why we're a sick country at the moment. I
0: know. I know that yeah. my, uh, Danny is mm-hmm. has been saying mm-hmm. that this is that that mm-hmm. the uh, the the pedo problem is know. is a big issue right mm-hmm. now in the country, yeah. and that we I, need to address that.
1: I find it weird as well how we were talking about the mainstream media being there. You know what is crazy is that they thought when they came up to us, they thought that we're on their side. They've never got pushback. This is the first time, probably the first time they've gotten pushed back on something like this. Mm-hmm. That's why they went there. And they went up like, and then the guy's just looking at us like oh, and oh no, oh no. I finally met I finally met a group this is gonna be the first. But anyway, on that it's just crazy. And then that ped problem, man. I've seen videos where uh there walk there's I believe it's who's uh Anthony. Uh, get know that's down there I as well it, yeah. I think I've seen it where where he um where they're yeah. they're digging the kids and he's like is that that's not he's not sleeping mm. that baby's that baby yeah. was yeah. on that's crazy yeah. that's crazy man well there's
0: there's some reporting right now and maybe you can speak to this a little bit Hernando mm-hmm. but supposedly there are ngos out there that once these unaccompanied minors come in and are trafficked through the camp like this, mm-hmm. you've got leftist communist NGOs adopting them. Is is that true? Have you heard right. that before?
2: Well, there are reports of that, but the most startling report is that over 90% of these children that are brought into the country, unaccompanied children, are given, uh, you know, quote-unquote sponsors to illegal aliens, other illegal aliens. So 90% so these children are handed over to illegal aliens, which is astounding. Um, and yes, there is no vetting. When, 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 H, when office of refugee resettlement has, they have tens and tens of thousands of children every day under shelters. They have to keep moving the product, which is the child. Yeah. So they don't do any vetting. There's That's no zoom call. There's no background check. There's no, uh, offspring check and making sure there's no DNA check. They don't even have to, the sponsors don't even have to have a permanent address.
1: That is so true. It's crazy. Like, uh, they literally just signed a paper Hey, is your aunt here oh that's your aunt okay cool here you go right. that that's yeah that's crazy it's yeah. more
2: difficult to get a pet in america yeah. with the aspca than it is to get a child from your government creating a whole but different right that is, that is perspective, wild
0: yeah. frankie so uh you i mean you you have you're living in florida so you do, you're not living the texas kind of level of invasion i'm sure you guys have your issues in florida too but what is your initial reaction now that you've kind of seen what Hernando was doing back a couple of years ago when the camp first opened? I don't think anyone but the people that are behind this agenda knew that at one point, millions of people were going to go through this camp. What are your thoughts?
3: And honestly, I first of all, I have to thank each and every one of you for reporting the things that you're reporting and for putting us together. And honestly, it wouldn't have been possible without the visibility that hernando has had and you yourself and danny as well that's the first thing the second thing is that looking at it from somebody that actually i'm a transplant right now to florida because i was living in fort worth like i told you guys back in 2019 with the whole covid thing happened i'm looking at it and i'm i'm putting it into perspective like okay this is happening in texas this way and if you look at every border state it's exactly the same and I bet you, you know, hundreds and maybe thousands of people are feeling exactly the same way. My thought is, why is America not waking up yet? You're seeing it all throughout the United States, the impact that this has had economically, socially, and from a health perspective, the things that are coming in through our border. Why are people not doing more? Why are people not waking up and saying, you know what, is it enough is enough? Are we so complicit? And I'm not saying us, I mean the general public. Are we so, so complicit because we went through the COVID experiment and we just became docile little, you know, little lambs? Is that what's happening in America that we're noticing that half of the people are all bark and no bite? And why is that happening? That's what I, that's what I really want to know.
0: What uh, why do you think what is the why in your mind? Uh, from Uh I mean, you have friends in the government. You've been in it. This seems like a freaking agenda to you know, make men weak and take over the country. So, but, but I don't know what, what is, I mean, is there a deeper agenda? Is it an American agenda or, or do we face, or do we face, uh, you know, foreign globalist forces that are actually doing this? And, and, you know, ultimately
3: we're, we're in all honesty at the perfect storm to our country to be dismantled. We are being attacked from every front from our sexuality to our actual race. Now we're getting people across the border that we don't even know who they are. We talked on the last episode about the possibility of the actual terrorists coming in. Then on top of that, you have NGOs that are basically operating as a cartel the same way that the Federal Reserve operates for the federal government when they're not even a federal entity. So this is just the best push to be dismantled from within. I think that every agency in some shape or form has a part to play in it, but not all of them are in it in the same way that Border Patrol, HHS, FEMA are in it because they can be controlled in a different way and they can, their money comes from different locations. You can, you know, access money in a separate pattern. I mean, On top of that, look, have-
0: Frankie, the the Border Patrol has essentially switched from a border agency to a, an illegal alien distribution Agency, Like they are literally taking these people from the border, busing them to camps like the one in San Antonio and then funding their distribution to to uh, to uh, cities all over the country.
1: Check this out. They were talking Mm -hmm. about uh, when are the people are going to wake up Well, New York they've already because I guess they're not going to the kids aren't going to school because of that weather warning. So they're putting the immigrants in the schools in the meantime. So they're housing them in there and then the kids are going to do Zoom learning. So that might be a transition. That's how close we're getting. Just it's like getting to the
3: doorstep. Yeah, they got, they got the perfect example with COVID. When they pushed the kids back to their actual homes, made their parents stop working, the government took care of them, and then they just learned through Zoom. They learned. What did they learn?
1: They got so much data out of us. Like
3: Oregon, that have literally taken back the ability for a kid to show his actual arithmetic, his actual literature. His science skills, you don't need to show that anymore. But that—that that, the that is the
0: agenda. I mean, if you wanted to make like, a people weak, we if you wanted to make a people weak, if you wanted to make a people dumb, that is what you do. Remove the children from the schools, send them home where they're not going to learn, keep them playing video games, doing stupid crap, and, and, and flood them with distractions. until We got new kids to, to in teach in this new schools. We, we got, got, got new kids the, to teach. The schools are for the <laughs> illegals. Crazy. So from November 4th, 2023... Uh, this is reporting from Hernando here. Uh, this is part two. Watch as seven NGOs block the gates at the brand new location for human trafficking, a hundred thousand square foot warehouse at the San Antonio airport. Uh, here is the video from Hernando.
4: The Sky Skyway Place Boulevard, uh, this bus just came from the 7,000... 000- 7000 san pedro avenue and so they're dropping off these illegals here i'm on a public easement you see that when i post public easement utility easement what's your name what's your name what's all your names this is a uh, government operation so you work for me yes you do private contractors you get it paid by the government so i demand your names no entry fire department exit only so what happened was this vehicle came around here
0: so the fire department's the also street.
4: involved i made a right turn back there is private property so i made a u-turn so we're gonna wait for this uh, bus to drop off all the illegals these are people aiding the with them shining department. the light at
0: you to obscure your camera yeah. one wow. o'clock
4: in the 1 mo- 30 in the morning uh november 4th 2023
0: God, they look so sketchy. They're like fascists with their lights trying to cover nah, the camera. It's wild. These pieces of shit.
4: top security. No, a different security company. So like I said before, this bus was picking up 60 illegals at 7000 San Pedro Avenue. And I followed the bus to this. Damn, dude, I wish I was there uh, to give you back These see, people are trash. Uh, my other my other journalists already uh, documented this place. It's been operations, I think, about 30 days, 60 days. And uh, this is where they put in all the uh, illegals that are overwhelming the other center. That's so hilarious. Is like the, uh, he has a s-
0: stupid smile know. on his smug area. government, fascist, worthless piece of shit face. Hmm. Look at that While I'll he destroys there. our country, he smiles. And this chick is recording your license plates.
4: Mm-mm. Oh, yeah. They already got my license plate already. That's crazy how that feels. Like, like,
1: damn. Okay, now you really don't got this my back. This is pack. what happens in the at the time
4: when everyone's asleep. The operation with the Biden regime and the illegal invasion. Our 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 government is, is is our
0: government on purpose is destroying the fucking country, dude. Like, I don't understand what is up with that. They're cashing out. Uh, yeah, they're cashing out. So, okay. so talk, talk to us through uh, oh, stay, let me pause this again. so Hernando, can you yeah. walk us through how you got uh, to this place? How did you find out about the airport? Mm-hmm. What are the details? What led to this? Who are mm-hmm. these people? Did you see them again? Right. You were arrested uh, later, I think, or mm-hmm. was it here?, uh, was it kind of related to this? like Walk us through this moment. This is November 4th, 2023. What What's going on? Okay, here?
2: yeah. So, just to get back to that, cr- cr- chronologizing this here center from t- July of 2022, uh, when they started bringing up the illegals, it got quiet that year towards the end of the year because of the winter. Uh, unlike now, it's busy as ever. So, uh, keep that in mind since from July to like November, it just died out. And it kept, uh, it was quiet until uh, 2023 when the. Um, Title 42 expired. For those who don't understand, Title 42 is when the uh, Trump administration, because of COVID-19, kept these illegals on the Mexican side of the border. Uh, But when COVID uh, mandates expire, so did Title 42. So it's important that the public understand that. That expired, Title 42 expired on May of 2023. And then the cartel waited to see what the government was gonna do uh, in terms of uh, reacting to the government's policies. Um, between May, June, July, the, the cartel gave the government three month window. Um, the, the government didn't at re, uh, didn't start any other policies, so they took that opportunity, and all these illegals were were just were stalemate at the border, like like a, like a huge amount of people waiting to get back into the, get into our country. That started in um, September of this year twenty. I'm sorry, last year. September of 2023, that's when we started seeing a huge surge back into America and into San Antonio. And that's September 15 was the actual date. So that video you just showed was in November when things were starting to get really operating real quickly and the surge was coming. So when I took that video, I was at the center uh, and at two o'clock in the morning, I noticed something that I never saw before. And that that was the illegals are not getting off the bus like they always do. They were getting in the bus. At 2 o'clock in the morning. At 2 o'clock in the morning. Like, what the hell is that all about? So what do I do? I follow the bus. I didn't know where the bus was going at all. It could have gone to another city or state. But it went not to the airport, but to the back of the airport, a hangar. It's called M7 on Google Map, And uh, that was my first time ever noticing that hangar. And when I got there, it was very, very dark down there. And it's public property, by the way. The, the, actually, the hangar is owned by the city of San Antonio. And so is the street. It's a public street. So long story short, you know, once the, once the bus got into that hangar, the illegals, there were 60 illegals in that bus. They would not let them get out of the bus uh, into the hangar because I was recording. I was on a street. So they called <laughs> the police. Dude. They called airport SAPD police. And the police get there. You know, what are you doing? What's your name? I'm, none of your business what my name is. This is a public property. I was, I was standing my ground. I waited there 30 minutes for the police to figure out what they wanted to do. Next thing they called was the duty manager at the airport. Okay, duty manager's there, uh, they, had, they had a little huddle, and they said, okay, let's give this guy, and by, mind you, I'm there by myself, just one man, I'm surrounded by seven NGOs, as you see in that video, and, and five police, and, and a couple of du- duty managers from the airport. <clears throat> they gave me a criminal trespassing uh, warning on a private property, which is unlawful. I, you know, at that point, I was like, okay, uh, it looks like I'm not gonna get the video, uh, you know, standing my ground here, um, and I, I just took the warning uh, and left. Um, so two weeks later, I'm at the same center again recording and the same, a different bus picks up again at 2 o'clock in the morning. This time they took him to the terminal at the hangar. And uh, that's when the police was waiting for me because they called in the police that I was behind them, following them. And this bus was going around circles, by the way. If you look at the video, uh, just like in Arizona with James O'Keefe, he, he had a Spaces today. I don't know if you saw that, but he talked about the buses just going around circles and going fast, speed. One of the buses almost tried to hit my vehicle and I have it on tape. So they're very ruthless, these people driving these buses, these NGOs. Anyway, I swear I got arrested and I got processed and booked for 26 hours. I was shackled in my feet, as, as my, my, my followers know that, those who follow me. And so to answer your question... So uh,
0: you you were shackled by your feet while yeah. the illegal aliens roam free. That's the Is irony. That, right?
2: that was the irony. Yes, sir. That's the irony of it. Hmm. I, I, get, I, get, I get handcuffed. I had to put a $1,000 bond. These illegals don't get handcuffed when they cross our border for trespassing criminal, trespassing, they don't get a bond of $1,000. I had to pay a bond of $1,000. These criminals don't. These illegals don't. So yeah, it's, 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 the world is upside down is the irony of it all. And so it's been It's been busy since uh, September of 2023. And it's not slowing down on uh, Joseph and Danny. It just mm-hmm. continues and continues this this uh, p- pounding and pounding of illegals, Joseph.
0: Yeah, Frankie, what is your uh, analysis of what, what you saw here from this uh, November 4th, 2023 video?
3: And honestly, the only reason why you were be doing something at that late at night is because it's covert. You shouldn't be doing it. They don't want their people to be known because they don't want everybody else to know that they're getting money from the federal government to get these things done, which we have uncovered it. We know that they're getting grants. We know that they're getting money from some sources, some external, some actually internal within the government. They're just funneling money and continue to do so, and they're going to keep doing it until... We put a stop to it, man. This is insane. The fact that they're flashing lights at Hernando's face. They're getting his actual... Is
0: that that a known tactic to make cameras not be able to record? It seems like it was very purposeful to obscure the camera.
3: Yeah. Yeah, it's one of the quickest ways that you can get it done. You can do it with a laser, multiple lasers, put in an an actual ball cap. Nobody will recognize your face or anything like that. So yeah, they're just trying to do it with the flashing lights. It's more for you know obscuring his visibility more than anything else. The camera Mm. will will pick it up. You know, you can actually refine it with with some tools and you know CapCut and pretty much anybody and their mother out there. But they just want to kind of like put that fear into you. You know what I mean? Like they don't know Hernando's background. They don't know his actual his drive to get to know this particular story. So they just they had no fucking idea the drive. Dismiss him out. You know what I mean?
0: Here's two years later, Hernandez on their ass still. <laughs> <laughs> they
1: had you, you, no you, idea. I, I find it I find it crazy because you talk about the the, the drivers, mm. uh I know for a fact, I know like Swift companies, the trucking companies, what they do is they do hire now, especially now in this day and age, they hire a lot of people with the Mexico license, they use the international license and they use that. I wonder if the cartel is using that as a loophole to just get, hey, I got you, dude. I got you a job. Just come here, drive. That's why they're driving all reckless, dude. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I yeah, can tell when. They're, I've I've driven the bus. I've driven the bus to yeah. Mexico, and 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 they drive reckless, bro. Like mm-hmm. they're in there, and I'm like, man, these dudes. They're they're right behind them. It's crazy, man. It's it's just something I thought about, man. It's insane, dude. So
0: let's take a look at this report from thegatewaypundit.com. This is from July 2022. San Antonio's mayor, Ron Nuremberg,'s launch of the new migrant resource center for illegals has dubious beginnings involving millions of tax dollars and city resources. We wrote about San Antonio's mayor, Nuremberg, before. He has Marxist roots and is using them in the process of destabilizing San Antonio. Um... Hernando, can you comment on this article? Should I keep reading, or do you want to provide context at, okay. uh, of uh, what's going on here with, uh, again, with this article?
2: Again, for the audience, so they, have, they see the timeline of what happens at this center. This center was purchased three years ago uh, by a, a Mexican-American nationalist from Monterrey. You know, people from Monterrey, they got, they're got they very, very rich people. Uh, he gave a special campaign dono- donations to Mayor Nuremberg. He got a sweetheart deal in the purchase of this building I believe they purchased it for uh, five million dollars the interesting thing about that purchase of five million they the the new owner remember the owner bought it from the city of San Antonio which is odd because that used to be a, a CP a CPS building where you pay your utility bills many many San Antonio know looks that like one. Yeah. I feel so, like people so
1: underestimate feel like people underestimate the relationship San Antonio has With Monterrey, there's a lot of commerce going on. We have a lot of that going on there, man. Business is 100%
0: intertwined. Mm -hmm. So the Gateway Pundit says the city sold the former city public service vacant customer service center on 7000 San Pedro, the legendary address, man. I know this as where America is being destroyed, 7000 San Pedro here in San Antonio, for $5.25 million to KEM, Texas, LTD, controlled by Paul S. Covey and his son, Kevin Covey. Right. Based on Covey's social media account, they are initially from Monterrey, Mexico. Interesting. The transaction occurred on November 22nd, 2021, financed with a $1 million bank loan with Crockett National Bank, and a rather unusually large cash payment of four point two five million dollars. Yeah,
2: exactly. And so from there, these uh, new owners turn around and lease it to the city of, of San Antonio for a whopping one hundred and twelve thousand dollars a month of rent lease. That's a ten year lease, by it's the crazy. way. Ten year lease for sure. Uh, you know, so there's there's a lot of funny business going on here, and that's why it's important that we uh, educate our, our audience and our followers. Uh, and of course, uh, we can go into with the NGOs with Frankie. Frankie's he's a an uh, analysis by trade with the with the government, so he's got some great information on those NGOs there um, that we would like to share with the public as well. Um, so what else could we t- tell you? Interesting. Those, so I, yeah.
0: I, I just googled the uh, the owner of this did so here it is our team, who we are, general partner Kevin Covey. Mr. Covey founded Gray Street Partners and its predecessor Caliborn Capital in 2009. His active investment experience spans a variety of investment classes but has been primarily focused in outdoor advertising, debt investment, electronics manufacturing, alternative lending, and real estate. Interesting.
1: Money, money, dude. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It, it's crazy, man, cuz Street Partners is huge. When when I used to go when I used Stay to go to high curl. school here, when I used to go to high school here, especially in the Stone Oak okay. area, uh, a lot of people from Monterrey would uh, have. They would rent houses for their kids, mm-hmm. and they would live there, and we'd go. They go to high school there. I remember mm-hmm. this man. Like I used to, I used to hang out with them. It's insane. Like yeah, I'd be like, "Where are your parents at?" Oh no, they live in Mexico. We just go to school here. I was like, "Dude, that's <laughs> insane, man. That's yeah, big money, yeah, man." Yep.
2: Yeah, yeah. uh, by the way, Grace Street Partners is. Uh, I'm in. I'm in the real estate business, so I know most of the major players. I didn't realize that Jack Covey you said. Kevin Covey. Kevin Covey. Kevin Covey's is, a son. Is the is works for Gray Street Partners? Real estate. Yeah.
0: So wow, let's huge. let's take a look here. So Gray for... Street Partners has been buying properties owned by Mexican Manhattan's Karam family. Wow. <laughs> My goodness. This this is gonna require further research here. So from KSAT.com, this is our local pathetic mainstream media. Twenty twenty-two county appraisal of those parcels put their combined value at about three point nine million. Um, mm. So it looks like Gray Street Partners has been buying land outside or here in San Antonio uh, since at least a couple weeks, since at least 2022. Right. 20. I would be very interested to know what all these other facilities that they've bought are doing today.
2: Okay. Well, have you ever heard of the Pearl Brewery? Mm-hmm. Yes. Kevin owns that. Jack owns <laughs> that. That's 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 a huge, for those who don't live in San Antonio, the Pearl Brewery is a huge multi-development uh, multi, uh, development, uh Facility, development. They used to be an old um, Texan brewery They, they made, where they made beer, and they refigured it into a beautiful, beautiful restaurant, hotel, mm-hmm. and shops um, about 15, 15 years ago. So, yeah, these guys have a big, big pull in San Antonio, Kevin and Jack Covey. Uh, Which So this is interesting. I, I didn't realize that until you told me that, Joseph. That yeah, the people um, that own hmm. the American Replacement Center owns the Pearl Brewery.
1: That should be the, the title of your story. Wow. Well, we are in Breaking San Antonio, news. and San Antonio is a very small world, man. But <laughs> I've learned that. I learned that, and I commute from, da- from Dallas, and I'm just like, oh, dude, I haven't seen – wow, every week I bump into somebody here. It's crazy, dude. Nice. Uh-oh. Okay. So. That's wild. Yeah. This is extremely wild.
0: Frankie, we should probably like take a deep dive on yeah, on this company go. and find out yeah. wh- who these people are, where they're getting their money from, mm-hmm. are they really from Monterrey? All their social media accounts are open. These people are fucking proud of what they're doing. So mm-hmm. we can actually before they see this, we can absolutely go in there and take a look right. at what these people have been tweeting about, posting about right. everything because it's uh I mean, there this is a, a what seems like a a, a, a large it's on the screen here kevin covey and then according oh, to I the story here's his linkedin account i'm not logged into linkedin otherwise i'd look uh, oh, at his you. stuff uh but as you can see here it lists gray street partners and the university of chicago on his linkedin profile
2: that's mm-hmm. right Shit- yeah, a red flag Chicago yeah interesting of, a lot of left has come out of there
0: wow so yeah. so so all right well we'll we have. We'll piggyback on that. Yeah, we'll 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 deep dive that on like I think oh, well, there's well, a story I, there. We just Frankie, to... it's
1: crazy. I, I, when I listened to your to to your video today, I was like, man, there's there. You can start from anywhere. I thought it was gonna be more difficult. I was like, I was like, oh man, it's probably. I was like, man, I don't even know where to start. Like, I can start from anywhere. Let's just see what. Look at all this money they're grabbing, and it's just like, are they even? How what are they using it for? They're not. It's crazy, man. Just big business. It's insane, guys. Wow. Crazy. So
0: so. Then I have—was um, that the last DM from you, uh, or are we yes. looking at another article? No, that was the last one. That was a no, lot you're looking me. at
3: the right one, the one that you just clicked.
0: All right, great. So then we have this story uh, from heritage.org. Biden shovels millions to nonprofits to aid his open border schemes. Congress must cut off cash spigot. The left has intentionally chosen emotional weapons to achieve its open borders agenda. Asylum, unaccompanied alien children, humanitarian parole, and non-governmental organizations, particularly faith-based groups. Catholic charities. So the left made the correct calculation that the right would be too afraid to criticize left-wing groups uh, use of such weapons, let alone shut down the left's abuse of them I understand this because it's it's you get such blowback when you when you report on this and you have to have the courage to do it and not many people yep. have essentially the balls to say the truth. And so congratulations to to Hernando for sticking with it despite you know being oppressed, despite receiving bash- backlash and despite Having your feet shackled mm. uh, while the illegal aliens laugh in your fucking face mm. while they're free walking uh, in the cities of San Antonio—it's amazing, Very amazing. Cool. American mm. citizens are clearly turning into second-class citizens in our own country. Um, so, so tell me more about this article, uh, Hernando. What, what? Uh, do you want me to keep reading, or do you want to just jump in?
2: Well, I think. Um, <clears throat> I think the uh, I think Frankie has some good information uh, from there to jump into the NGOs um, uh, regarding you these. Don't,
3: you don't have to read the whole thing, man. In all honesty, um, I'll I'll sum it up real yep. quick for you. We're talking about NGOs. So NGOs, basically, for those who don't know that are watching us, you know, thank you for tuning in. It's a non-governmental organization. It is a group that functions independently of any government. It is it is usually a non-profit profit. And NGOs sometimes are called civil society organizations and are established on community, national, or and international levels to serve a social or political goal, such as humanitarian cause or the protection of the environment. Some of the ones that you might heard about, and I know that you guys have a lot more interaction than what I do, is Doctors Without Borders. That is one NGO that has a lot of power. They have a lot of money tied to their stuff. So in this particular um, report that came out in May 2023, there was about five people that only reported on this on X, which I thought it was a little weird, and I was like, okay, why did this get suppressed? Was that about the time that Elon was acquiring the company? Did it get shoved to the, to the side as a little you know, leftist push to bring it down? The biggest take from this is the Catholic Charities USA they got $1.4 billion from government support out of a total of $4.7 billion in revenue. What What is when the, that,
0: the like, timeline or time frame for that number? How far back?
3: That will be May 5th, 2023. That's when they were able to get it. The actual time frame within the documents, it is not specified. Because everything after June 2022 has been very difficult to attain. It was this was my saving grace when it came to finding about the ngos and honestly i haven't been able to do any any backtracing on their actual activities because i haven't had the time but this is the one that brought pretty much everything to perspective and then this led to a larger investigation which i did the video um a little bit more in depth and i talked about what happened between ChatGPT and myself that I was trying to get some more information, and ChatGPT basically told me, "No, you're going to use this information for something nefarious." So now we're That's seeing crazy. that AI it's uh, wild. is being programmed to go with the leftist agenda instead of the proper, truthful, you know, notion that information is for everybody. Wow, not for the people that want to have so, it. So, so, so
0: from the Heritage article right now, the these NGOs and the left hide behind faith-based organizations to keep their federal Absolutely. grants flowing and to distract from the horrific results in terms of human devastation, death, sex trafficking, forced child labor, national security, and public safety threats, and more. Unfortunately, the faith-based organizations are more than willing to lead the pressure campaigns to safeguard their revenue streams.
1: I feel like they're being lied to. Like I feel like the government is saying, like, here, you're doing the right thing. But the government knows what it wants to do with them. They want to get use that as a filter so they can get here and have them vote. That's what they want to do.
0: You you put it's too much. Up, you give them too much credit, Danny. Honestly, <laughs> like uh, you really do. The Catholic <laughs> charities right now is acting in an absolutely evil way. They yeah. know what they are doing. Okay. They're after the dollars. They're not trying to do good. They're trying to line their freaking pockets. They received 5 million dollars just here in San That's Antonio. You're telling me they're doing it for good? Freak no!
1: Well, These people are getting rich, son. They're blinded. They're like Where that. The they're beach? like that lady. She thinks she's doing right, but she's collecting that that money regardless. But it's like, lady, you're 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 in bed with them. Like it's insane. Like you're, you're wild, man. That's that's crazy. The most racist lady I have run into
0: in a long time. She's like, you're Mexican. You're Mexican. You have an accent. I'm like, lady. I'm a U.S. citizen. It's, it's, How about you shut your mouth and start destroying our country?
1: You know what's crazy is that Gross. there's actual people who actually go to El Salvador to do these type of programs to, like, find people who actually want to come here and work. There's a lady that I follow on Facebook. Uh, I'm not going to give her name. I'll eventually give it. I think i send it to you. But she literally does that. Like, I was even looking into it to, like, find workers myself because it's, like, She's like, she literally goes to Salvador. She's like, I have a program. We go class with them. We try to incorporate how, how it is to live over here. Mm-hmm. Like, literally, like, like you can see, like, wow, people actually care here. Like, you can actually, she's like, here, look, I'm going to help them get their visas. Like, and it's like a small group of people. And, like, it's like, oh, it's the same people that she sees. She'll go out there for, like, a month or a couple weeks and then, like, go to that program And then she'll, I don't know if that's, I don't know if you've heard of that. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I, I don't know, but I just feel like that one makes more sense. Like, hey, this lady is just like, ah, eh, whatever, I'm just collecting and I'm just helping whoever's in front According of my face. According to Forbes, Catholic Charities was the
0: 13th largest U.S. charity last year. Of its total $4.7 billion in revenues, Catholic Charities received $1.4 billion from government support. billion, dude. Compared with $1 billion in private donations <laughs> and $2.2 billion in other income. You're telling There's me the that question. these people are doing What's this out up? of the kindness of their freaking heart? I don't think so. Really They're freaking billionaires. <laughs> They're literally raising billions of dollars they got a lot of to overhead. traffic children.
1: They <laughs> said they got a lot of overhead. Yeah, they got a lot of <laughs> overhead. A little
3: bit more into it, and specifically from, from the perspective of you know, an analytical point of view, and you want to see the legality of it because a lot of it is. But how is it legal? That's the question that everybody should be asking right now. Like, how is this money? legal in the eyes of the law you have well, too much good faith in
0: the system just like like no, 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 danny no, I, does I do. the left gives one shit I I about what's in, legal but let's let's let, let's see i'm just let, tripping well, out they're so let's far see, ahead and i'm
1: like
3: dude no no, no no
0: let's take a look at the legality of this but like yeah the, the laws mean nothing they, they to the
3: democrats to, it's crazy
1: man yeah it's true it's they true. have to think mm-hmm.
3: about it at some point point. and the way that they do it is that remember that every agency has a discretionary fund and they can do whatever they want with that fund. It's basically just a bank account. that yep. has a bunch of money in it. And Tax-free. It can be taken COVID money. For any given yep. reason. COVID money. It could be, you know, HHS is one of those biggest ones. that you can see that out of the U.S. Conference of Catholic Bishops, the Migration and Refugee Services, 10 federal grants for Migration and Refugee Services, including eight from HHS, one from state, and one from DHS funneled through their accounts. And that is within this report as well. Then on top of that, everything came from the actual Border Reinforcement Act. And that bill was the one that gave the funding to happen. And if you go over to the second, Even that was a hunk of crap that we voted for.
1: Him.
0: They're such right. schemers. Dude. Yeah. They yeah. Love, they play words yeah. the games. Yeah, it but is. Like, the like Inflation, inflation Reduction Act, huh? Fucking pathetic. I was listening
1: to like, that
3: today in the impeachment to hearing. One thing, which is actually report on the actual... And I think you have it. It's not your tab next to this particular article is the next one over. It should be like section 28 within that particular bill.
0: It's on the screen now. It talks
3: now. about him. We're going to read this one verbatim because this one needs to be read verbatim. If you want to read it or you want me to read it.
0: So this is uh, section 28 of, of what is this? What, this is HR 2794.
3: HR, mm-hmm.
0: So section 28 of HR 2794 says... Uh, The the heading of this is Report to Congress on Foreign Terrorist Organizations. Section 8. In general, not later than 90 days after the date of the enactment of this act and annually thereafter for five years, the Secretary of Homeland Security shall submit to the Committee on Homeland Security of the House of Representatives and the Committee of Homeland Security and Governmental Affairs of the Senate an assessment of foreign terrorist organizations attempting to move uh, their members or affiliates into the United States through the southern, northern, or maritime borders. What does this mean, Frankie?
3: In all honesty, it's a crock of shit. Let's be honest here. It's just basically their way of stamping some kind of reform or starting the baseline for the possibility of having the following. They throw the money out there. They are helping with the humanitarian crisis. And this is just me talking let's say that I was a leftist. Let's think of like an adversary for a second. So I'm, I'm a leftist. Okay, we threw this in there. Well, hey, but in the report it says that they needed to report to us. Majorga didn't do it. Boom. Now I can impeach Majorga which is going through the process right now. Yep. More than Thank likely God he will that. be removed. Right? He will be removed more than likely because he's been doing this since his time with the field office in San Francisco back in like the obama era you watch the impeachment hearings today frank i've watched a little bit of it i haven't i haven't fully watched them but i watched them tonight because i know honestly it's just a little too much to take in because that dude is just he's just so so wrong mm-hmm. in so many things but he's been doing this for for about a decade almost a decade already or a little bit more because he keeps going back and forth so this is laying the, the actual groundwork on the legal standpoint To remove majorgas properly because nobody within the party likes them they know that it has caused the american people 451 billion dollars which we reported on that from august 2023 the actual projection the numbers are there the government gave them to us it's not like they're going to be like well you know guys it may be 451 we don't really know and how much is actually costing the states which is the people that are suffering the most so lays the groundwork for majorgas to be completely gone then they can actually tighten the border a little bit. And when I mean a little bit, I mean like a little bit. And then they can try to swing the actual elections back on their favor, saying that, well, it was an actual institutional problem. It was a problem from the top of the organization. You can see, you you
0: know, can see that narrative you know. happening right now. And Yeah. In, yeah. In yeah front that, that's front of us. Pushing right now. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. guys, I, I wanted to. I a wanted to. Coming in, and that's it. I wanted to point out mm-hmm. the story that, that happened today. So, I wake up this morning and I jump on X. And I see this wild freaking video of gunmen taking over a, a, a TV station. I don't know if you all saw this on Twitter. Yeah. So here's a story from Scanner.com. Ecuador in bloody civil war as drug cartels take over the country. The president signs executive order declaring internal armed conflict after dozens of police and prison guards held hostage. So... This is from Breaking 911. You guys have to look at this video. It's freaking wild and it perfectly encapsulates the reason why it is imperative that we secure our border now. Yep.
4: Yes, sir.
1: Get a shotgun, a shotgun to that mu- man's head. Civil or uh, civil disorder, automatic. That's what, you know, what's crazy is that you see those people come here. You see, the they're, they're over there. they don't even carry guns. They just carry knives around just like that, you know, like even with guns like that. But so they have bombs. They
0: have yeah. guns. They are in freaking Ecuador. They work with the cartels. The people that you see in this video are in the United States today. The border has been open for years. And that is why this is the most important news that we have right now in our country. This that you see here is coming to America. Do we need uh, MSNBC's office to have an event like this that Americans can wake up that the open border will destroy our country? I hope not.
1: It's at their doorstep. We don't need that. It's in New York. These people are here. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Uh, so Hernando, what is your reaction to, to this? I mean, these are the people that are coming through the border. At least some of them, uh, we did an exercise on last, last episode of, uh, the free speech podcast where it was like, you know, even if one out of every 10,000 people coming through the border is a, a terrorist or terrorist, uh, leaning, that means that over Joe Biden's administration alone, we've got ten. Thousand people in this country. Considering he let ten million people in, <clears throat> that that might be supporters uh, of terrorism or actual terrorist uh, criminals. um What do you think? Yeah, well,
2: well, when I see that video, the first thing that that comes to my mind is the CIA has been very busy lately. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> of, they, have, man, <laughs> they have. Because let's let's be honest. Yeah. This that that that's created by the CIA. The United States government is responsible for creating so many disasters all over the world in terms of infiltrating the government and causing chaos. And that, that's a perfect example right there because Ecuador, uh, we didn't see too many Ecuador's coming through the border. So, you know, the, you know, the United States government cannot have that. They have to have an, an, an additional country breaking through our borders because there's genocide, a civil war in Ecuador now. So what is that going to do? That's going to bring in million, hundreds of thousands of Ecuadorians now to your border, to your to your doorstep. So that's what I see when I see that video clip, Joseph.
0: On January 9th, shortly after the assault, Ecuadorian President Daniel Novoa signed an executive order declaring an internal armed conflict and designated 20 drug trafficking gangs as terrorist organizations. Why is it that the pathetic Joe Biden administration cannot declare the Sinaloa cartel the freaking, all of these, these, the Juarez cartel, Sinaloa Mm -hmm. cartel, the New Generation Jalisco cartel, the Juarez cartel. Why are these people not declared terrorist organizations? As they are, they are terrorizing Americans. They are killing our people with fentanyl. They're trafficking children. They're destroying our border. I mean, why aren't the U.S. special forces destroying these these organizations right now
2: well that's a good question you know during the Trump administration um, Trump was going uh, gonna was gonna go after them as a, as a foreign domestic terrorist organization yep. however he they were able to negotiate with that president I forgot which president it was at the time um, and in, in return the Mexican government uh, allowed 20,000 of their military men to to stand guard at the southern border. So we didn't get any caravans and the northern border. You remember yep. that? But the that, doors, How yeah. do you think he got those those soldiers on the border? Because Donald Trump was threatened to 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 to, to yeah to figure out that those uh, cartels are, are a terrorist organizations. Now we, that doesn't mean we're going to go to war to with with Mexico. We're not looking to go to war with Mexico. But like you said, all we need is special forces. Uh, you know, green, you know, Green Beret kind of guys out there. And take care of business, and then we do with the money that we get from the cartel, which is billions of dollars that they have all over the world. We take that money to finally finish building the wall, and then we start advertising that wall with uh, American paid corporations, like buying a brick, and that's going to pay, you know, help us get out of of the thirty-four trillion dollars in debt we have. That's
1: what it is, though. It's a money thing because um, uh, if. The CIA funds its its, its uh, dark operations with that dark money, so it needs that dark money in order to kind of fund itself. It's 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 crazy. So they're not going to – even the CIA and FBI, they don't even check themselves because they're pets. If you look at J. Edgar Hoover and, and all that stuff, they were pets. They took pictures of each other. Uh, if you look at the uh, – uh, what was that? Trump's uh, old lawyer, that Cone guy. Yeah, so me. so he like, got Michael with J. Edgar Hoover, Hoover and the other guy who was in charge of CIA, they met together they did a gay sex act and they took a picture of it and that's why the FBI and the CIA never checked on each other after that, like they never, they never <laughs> che- that's it, <laughs> <the laughs> if you look at it, right, oh, go, go, to channel, go to this channel, go to this channel go to this channel called Eyes Wide Open he literally does an in-depth very, very in-depth on the CIA how the CIA actually partnered with with the with the Catholic Church in Italy, because they they were gonna bring in, because uh, Hitler was gonna bring in already his fascism, and the Catholics didn't want that, so they used that. They used that the CIA. They use like it, it was insane, man. Like, go to eyes wide open. It's it's cool, man. I'm gonna shout him out. It's been a while since he's posted, but it, it's crazy, man. It's <laughs> it's insane, dude. It's wild. Uh so remember that everything
3: is tied together it, it is,
1: is together. it is man that's why and it's crazy so how complicated it is
3: pushing and pushing and pushing everything is tied together mm-hmm. if you have this ecuador thing happening now now you're showing the american people what can happen when you have unchecked terrorism or unchecked gangs doing you know nefarious acts within our <clears throat> society and then on top of that if you want to go a little bit deeper remember when we talked a little bit about central America in the beginning of the South American expansion to a better trade and better things, that's a good way to push them out. Disruption of their system, which we're seeing exactly the same in our border. We're seeing exactly the same within our government. And imagine having 10,000 of those attacking specific centers within our country. It is exactly Mm -hmm. the same thing
0: so from the post-millennial reporting but it's really from x um elon Musk. elon musk <laughs> warns open borders will kill america and this is far from the first time musk has voiced his concerns about the unprecedented number of people entering the country illegally on tuesday elon musk warned that unless a biden administration takes action to crack down on the crisis at the southern border at the southern border the United States will be on a path to destruction. He suggested that allowing an unlimited number of illegal immigrants to enter the country virtually unchecked will kill America. Uh, He did this in response to Greg Abbott, actually. I hadn't seen this part. So Greg Abbott tweets, Texas has transported over 100,000 migrants to sanctuary cities to relieve overwhelmed border towns. Until Biden reverses course on his open border policies, Texas will continue transporting migrants to these cities. We will not back down on our efforts to secure the border. Then Elon Musk responds, open borders will kill America. What is so funny to me about this is that Texas has only sent 100,000 migrants to these uh, sanctuary cities, mm. and or at least according to this tweet. But what does that mean? That means that the, the cities like New York and like Chicago, despite hypocritically been so far or mm-hmm. you know up until this year proudly sanctuary cities i mean the hypocrisy of the left is just unmasked right like the democrats are fools their policies are retarded everybody knows it and now once they face the truth they're trying to pull it back and they're like the immigration crisis will
1: destroy <laughs> new york city says eric adams pathetic fool i find i find it crazy how 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 well, anyway, I lost my train of
3: thought. <laughs> What's so <laughs> crazy
0: is that it's the same thing, right? Like, what is Ron Nuremberg going to say, right? Like, he's celebrating this fucking camp two years ago. The city's on fucking fire right now, right? There's people shitting on the street, crimes off the charts. We're literally shipping illegals to other cities. We're, we're, we're getting a 1,000 people mm. per day here in the city. At one point is this disgraceful excuse for a mayor going to apologize for betraying our country is what i want to know
1: let's uh, also greg abbott it's it's all fun and games it's cool that you're sending him to other cities to show them what's up but at the same time you have to show what's up here too like don't forget about what's going on here too like it's almost like you're it's you're taking as a joke but now we're going to come at you and say hey man now you're just facilitating now like come on
0: yeah this is why it's so important local activism is so important uh, Hernando has been reporting on this issue for a couple of years. We've been uh, more recently, we've been talking about it. But once we went in and produced content with Hernando at the migrant camp, the, the, the content is going viral. And the reason for that is that the American people are being lied to by the mainstream media. They're not seeing this. And so unless you go and see it in your own city, grab your phone, record it and share it. People don't know this is happening unless they're following somebody like us. The reason that we're going viral right now for those that are new to seeing us is that, you know, we are out there reporting with original content on something that Americans are deeply deeply thirsty to know about. They want to know, they're looking for this information. Mm-hmm. It's going massively viral. All the big influencers are 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 wanting more about this, wanting to learn more. They want to see this. So, Hernando, can you can you maybe Walk us through your experience, right? Like, as far as, you know, you... For us, you came out of nowhere. We we didn't know Mm. you existed, but suddenly your content was all over Twitter. Then Danny saw it. They're like, we need to get in touch with this man. But Mm -hmm. uh, was it always like that? Or is this kind of a more Mm. recent thing that Americans want to know? Like, were your videos going viral before? What's changed in America that, that, you know, we can get involved in this two or three weeks ago and suddenly have thousands of more followers mm-hmm. and tens of thousands of more viewers on this podcast overnight. Like yeah. what is going on?
2: Well, yes, cause you're doing a good job, Joseph. And I appreciate you and Danny hey, joining yeah. me uh, because I was out there by myself, man, for the most part. And it was very lonely. But uh, to answer your question, I think when it comes to these, il- this illegal alien crisis, it's something tangible that the American people, the taxpayers could actually see and, 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 from their window because it's affecting every city. Every, everyone goes to their shopping centers, go to Home Depot, you'll see these illegals. It's affecting the, the, the work environment because of the labor, uh, more Spanish and more blacks are not going to be able to work because of these illegals taking their jobs. So unlike the budget, when you talk about it, the, the trillion dollar budget deficit we have or education, those things are not very tangible. This you could actually feel, touch, almost you know uh, taste these illegals. Not that you want to taste an illegal, but you, you get what I'm saying. And so I think the American people uh, feel very, they're very frustrated. I mean, that's the number one thing I get from my, my followers on their comments. They're like, what do I do? Because calling your congressman doesn't help anymore because they got us into this mess, the D and the R party. So my answer to everybody is, is illumination leads to elimination. And I've, yeah. I've, been, I've been using that slogan for a while now because <laughs> it's true. Uh, you know, we had the power of a smartphone with a camera app on it, you know, start recording and start posting it because if we can get this to the eyeballs of your local politician, we may, I'm just saying maybe we can embarrass them enough so that they could take action and actually secure the border. Um, so that's been my, that's been my, uh, Siren and call to American people. And, matter of fact, I just posted something on Twitter uh, regarding uh, me endorsing uh, US Navy Commander retired Jay Furman. And he actually had the same idea I was having. And his project is called...
1: Uh, real quick, man. Uh, everybody here in San Antonio, do not be scared to put yourself out there. It's crazy. Uh, the thing here in San Antonio is we have a lot of independent stuff going on, but there's not a lot of mm-hmm. unity to like be like, hey, those are the guys that go to San Antonio. Hey, this it's just a bunch of scattered everywhere. So that's why it's kind of hard <clears throat> you know, for people to kind of link up here because everybody's kind of doing on their own. And then it's like no one's willing to their head out there like hey i'm i'm part of it too like i would like to do this too and yeah. be out there and do it man it's you courage. have your phone and courage is contagious man. it's it's crazy because of the video there's been a couple of people who posted their own videos on on mm-hmm. the on the right. they're on the feed like hey i followed just like what you said i followed yeah. literally this bus like an hour i think it was all the way by like new Braunfels or yeah. sure like i was like man yeah. that's a that's a little drive I man
0: a little and drive. i'll say i'll say this yeah. and i'll return the floor back mm-hmm. to you uh, right here in, in San Antonio at the Free Speech Podcast, where, where we're talking now, you know, we're mm. a collection of patriots that are really doing this uh, for fun and to help the community to illuminate what's going on, to, to really hopefully make a change in our city. Um, we have a very important election this year. It's, 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 it's just, you see what's happening in front of you. The country's being destroyed. It's now or never for America. And so we're really out there. Um, if you are of the type that maybe you are too scared or maybe you're just a little anxious about getting on camera, maybe you don't want to be that citizen journalist, the people that are putting themselves out there, um, we need your help. So I'm going to plug this in here one more time. So again, everybody here is independent and we're pulling our resources, but they are independent resources. So... My dream is that I can focus on the 2024 election full time and that I might be able to shut down this camp through lawfare. That's my main thing. I want to bring the city of San Antonio and the police department to its knees with lawsuits until this camp is closed. The Democrats have shown us how to do it. Uh, we've raised $290 to pay for the lawyer. That's probably enough to get us started. I don't like plugging this too much because it feels weird, but I will say this, you know, I, uh, I'm i already working 40, 50 hours at my job. I also own a business. That's another 20 hours a week, maybe mm-hmm. 25 hours a week, plus a podcast. So add another 15, 20 hours a week to make this content, get prepared, edit it, put it together, post it, distribute it, comment, then, then do it all over again. So... If if we don't get support, we cannot deliver the best content for you. I really want to go report from inside Mexico. I really want to go to the border. I really want to go to every yep. single camp. If you are inclined to support this effort, please go to givesendgo.com slash border security. The money that I receive through that campaign will be used directly to fund our border security efforts, reporting uh, and and to get to get into Mexico, that's gonna be a great trip to Monterrey, where we can go into the city, do some some uh, hard hitting journalism where others are too afraid to go. I'm scared, but I need some money to do it. I hate to ask this way, but please go to givesandgocom slash border security if you're so inclined to help us uh help us do this and and I know that Hernando might have a different funding thing and I don't know that you've set up anything
1: no guys I really just here to put in the work I love doing this um culture and politics man there's got a way where we have to have to link up or at least have so, or at least people like me who who like both I'm pretty sure there's a lot of people similar to me who who love culture and love politics at the same time so hopefully we can bridge that gap to wake up our people to understand that like hey, we, we 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 can we can do our culture stuff, but have a little bit of knowing of what's going on in the world, uh, with, in terms of politics and stuff. Let, let people know what's going on in your community at the same time. So hopefully we can bridge that gap. And and I, I have a word. dream
0: for our podcast here that we register. If we I hope that we can follow Scott Pressler's lead on the voting efforts that our podcast registers at least a thousand voters in, in this election here <laughs> in San Antonio. If we can claim a <laughs> thousand. I will die happy knowing that if we win or lose that we did our little piece yep. to save our country yeah. and if we, if we if we fail we better have tried every single thing to honor the founders of this country yeah because it's gone yeah, <laughs> We're literally it's crazy. losing it it's so crazy. my god uh, I will open up the floor now to Hernando we are now an hour and 10 minutes into this podcast time flies um, but I, I really wanted to highlight how long you've been doing this for, open up the floor, any, any parting thoughts or closing statements about what got us from the beginning all the way to this point, point? and maybe you can talk about what you are doing in New York City, you were always passionate about mm-hmm. this if you want to, and then what do you see coming next?
2: Well, uh, getting back to what you mentioned, you know, uh, you know, living in Texas, and when I moved here from New York City, I, you know, I thought, you know, the rugged individualism of Texas, you know, the the white, the cowboy hat, the white cowboy hat, you know, the, you know, the sheriff, the yeah. sheriff, sheriff in, in town. town, this kind <laughs> of thing. You know, I couldn't even own a gun in New York City. To be honest with you, yeah. it, was, it was illegal to own a handgun in New York City. My my defense system was a uh, a baseball bat my whole life, you know. And so when I came here, uh, thinking that uh, that, you know, that, that, that slogan, that, you know, that bumper sticker that's on that F-150 vehicle, those pickup trucks, uh, come and take it, don't tread on me. Uh, you know, I, I admire that. But then to find out that, guess what, you are being treaded on every day and they're giving you the middle finger when they tread on you. And, and you know, come and take it. They are taking it, guys. For all you Texans out there who are listening to me, they, they're, they're taking it and they're giving you the middle finger while they take it. Why do I say that? Because we're being freaking invaded in Texas. Our governor has gone neutered. He's been castrated. Our governor Abbott is castrated. He castrated the National Guard, castrated DPS. Your sheriff is castrated. Your, your local police station is castrated. Your your mayor's castrated. Your, your local council members are all castrated. Yeah, so I'm a little pissed off, man, that I'm in Texas and I got limp dicks all around me. <laughs> who, cast, who, it, who is responsible for
0: castrating these people? Who's behind the agenda ultimately?
2: TikTok? <laughs> you think it's the Chinese Communist Party is I, what I you're saying? I think people are falling asleep, Joseph and Danny. I so think they're falling people, asleep to the TikTok, they have fallen asleep to their, their Netflix. they have falling asleep to their Chipotle burrito sandwich or whatever they're eating. Uh, they have falling asleep to TikTok videos. And they are in somber sleep while you and I and Danny are ringing the bell saying we, we're losing our country and, and the window is closing on us, man. And so what does 2024 bring? It's going to bring us a freaking roller, roller coaster ride never seen before. And unfortunately, uh, 9-11 is going to look like a, a walk in the park compared to what's, what's going to happen here. Because these cells are going to get operated, they're going to get activated, all these uh, terrorist cells, and they're not communicating with each other, these cells. They, they're independent from every, every one of them. So one, one cell will get an order, okay, go to the North Star Mall, blow that shit up. Go, okay, another cell, go to the airport, blow it up, et cetera, et cetera. You're going to have multiple of these uh, uh, um, unfortunate disasters happening in our country. And and then we look back, we'll look back at this Biden regime and how they how they destroyed our border. Everything the Democratic touches, they destroy. If you look at it, they destroyed the education department back in nineteen eighty. They destroyed the healthcare industry with Obamacare. Everything that they touched, the Democratic Party, they they destroyed the Supreme Court. They're they're freaking they evil, everything. man.
0: They're freaking evil and the agenda is it like they play the really long game. So I wouldn't be surprised if the entire game has been to you know, open the borders to cause a terrorist attack, to declare a state of emergency, to eliminate voting and just just totally like not have an election on 2024 yeah. at all. Like Roseanne said, that could legit happen.
2: Yeah. yeah and then we'll have a reset. You know, once all the smoke clears, <coughs> you know, and we we'll find out that, that our dollar is worth nothing, uh, fiat currency. By the way, to fee- the, the or...
0: dollar is already worth nothing. Yeah, exactly. It's true, guys. Yeah. You need to you need to be preparing right now. You lost twenty percent of your dollars' value in two years. Any last closing thoughts, Hernando? Before we we move on to closing statements from the others, uh, with closing statement where can people find you Mm -hmm. and uh, anything else that we missed that you want people to come back for later
2: well no i mean just continue to follow my my journey here as i document the news the illegal alien news that the fake media won't give you uh hernando rc on twitter and hernando underscore patriot on ig and thank you for the opportunity for having me on free speech studios
0: yeah thank you so very much for your service to this country i really hope that you know, with with time, it'll be very clear to everybody that there was patriots that were fighting for this country this entire time. Frankie, uh, closing statements. Who are you? Uh, any any anything that's coming up, and, and where can people find you?
3: All right. So what I like, what I got going is that <clears throat> I found that there's two actual centers for dhs and cbp around my area one of them was about two hours south and then the other one was about an hour north the one down south i'm going to try to hit it this week and then the one up north i have to go to orlando and i'm going to try to hit it too just to see what we got going on over there we know that the actual focus right now is in texas and in san antonio area and everywhere around the southern border but i want to see what's possibly happening here what are we missing Where are these people going after they get on those buses and those planes? And if you want to find some more of my content and more on the NGOs, a little bit more detailed and more explained, because the time constraints here, you know, they kind of prevent us a lot from having my piece on it and everybody else's. You can find it on X at FrankieUSN1987. F-R-A-N-K-I-E, USN1987. Same with Rumble and YouTube.
0: Yeah, perfect. Thank you very much for... Giving us your uh, kind, uh, kind uh, service uh, as well. Thank you for actually serving our country uh, and and for the intelligence perspective that you bring to the table. That's really important. We make we can make a lot of assumptions, but you've have a unique point of view from somebody Hell that's yeah. been on the inside. Straight up. Um, you're, and you're right. And I the,
3: sincerely appreciate you guys heck a lot yeah. more than you can even imagine. <laughs> I can I appreciate it.
0: And, and you're right. Look, that we're already at an hour and 15 minutes in. I feel like I could talk about this for hours. But the, if I try to post oh, a so. two-hour long video on Twitter, it's already like nine gigs. It takes me forever to post <laughs> I mean. it. So it's almost better to like just keep it to yep. like around an, an hour. hour. Mm-hmm. Uh, but you know what Joe Rogan does like three hour episodes, but yeah, man, but he's like, got workers, man. He I mean, got people <laughs> he's can got, do that for him. He's got I got to go, wake up early. Dude. I go to yeah. the gym at like five forty five, six a.m. every morning. <sighs> I'm at the gym, and and so if I don't do this, and I then I don't if I don't pray, it, and I don't go to church, I, I don't want to lose and get out of balance. Um, it's very weird receiving this much attention. Hernando's all used to it. He's been reporting, but I find it very strange, very, very strange to be contacted by some of the top influencers in the conservative space in the nation about what's going on. We've got some amazing content coming up. We will not say who we might work with coming up, but what I will say is that we are going to blow your freaking minds with what's coming. Yeah. Um undercover work is coming. <coughs> uh we have a ton of resources coming, hopefully. And if you all would like to support our efforts, giftsandgo.com slash border uh, security. Did I miss somebody for closing statements? Danny, did I get you?
1: I don't remember, but I'll say something real quick though. What about huevo rancheros. Huevo Rancheros. We're working on some content there for you guys. We're going to be talking about the new artists that are coming out. There's a bunch of great music that this Mexican music scene is coming up with that we need to have some commentary on. I'm going to uh, talk to you, youngins. See what I think about what's going on, where it's going. It's gonna be, it's gonna be some cool stuff. So stay tuned with that on Ranchero's podcast. You can follow me on X as well, DannyMusic underscore ninety three on Instagram. Oh no, I'm sorry, Danny on DannyMusic underscore ninety three on Instagram on X. It's DanLisset underscore ninety three. Sorry for all the name changes. We had gotten banned a little bit, but we're coming back in and and we're getting shit straightened out, man. Don't worry about it.
0: Danny, thank you so much for for joining the, the show. It. I really do appreciate you and all the work that you've mm-hmm. been doing and the support. Uh, before anyone was watching, Danny was making episodes of the Free Speech Podcast here with me in this room. Uh, so I really appreciate <laughs> okay, that. Appreciate I know, it. I know uh, it takes time and effort to come in. I know you're busy. You're an entrepreneur mm-hmm. running a, a big business. And everybody's got shit to do. And so it's a huge honor that you'd uh, bless it. me with, with your all's time in 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 the studio. To comment on what I think are one of the most important issues here in the nation, um, unless anybody has anything else, uh, I will go ahead and close this. My name is Joseph Trimmer. I'm the founder of Free Speech Studios. This is a free speech podcast. If you'd like to support this podcast, please go to givesendgo.com slash border security. Even a small donation will make a huge difference. We want to bring you the most important uh, reporting on the border, Uh, that we can. And it starts with uh, actually going to the border and into Mexico. We're going to blow your mind. We have big, big players coming. You guys should stay tuned. Uh, You will not believe uh, who we are working with next. See y'all. Have a good night. Bye-bye.